Welcome to the Sales Talent Recruitment Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. In this CPA podcast, we hear from top sales influencer, Eleanor Strutz. Eleanor will offer her insights into how salespeople can achieve that perfect sales position. Eleanor comes with a whole suite of endorsements, including top 1% influencer on cred.com, one of the top innovative sales blogs on Now I See It and BizHum, one of the brightest sales minds to follow on Twitter on CEO World Magazine, and top sales influencer on Inside View and Open View Labs. As CEO of Smooth Sale, Eleanor has always included community service as part of her business plan. For years, she has translated selling strategies as she speaks to many groups of grateful job seekers. The interview is not about you, explains Eleanor in her book, Hired. It's about how well you will solve the company's problems and fit in with the company culture. This is the only way, she explains, you will get a job you actually enjoy. Now let's investigate. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Eleanor, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me today, Bill. Beyond that, uh, that, that we intro there, let's begin by you introducing yourself a bit more and telling our listeners about the work done at Smooth Sale. All right. Thank you. Uh, years ago, my husband kindly said to me, I have the personality of a salesperson and I should go out and get a sales job. And I asked him, is that a compliment or an insult? But it was at a time when women weren't wanted, and I um, got the first job. I wasn't spoken to. The men were not permitted to give me training or speak to me. So I went out and had my clientele train me. Needless to say, I was the top producer by the fourth month, never having sold anything before except Girl Scout cookies. I held that position throughout my career. And uh, there were a lot of hardships around the way. I was motivated to overcome them. And years later, I became an entrepreneur. And my mission became to teach other people how to believe in themselves, be motivated, set goals, and accomplish anything their heart desired. But my community service was to teach job seekers how to sell themselves on interviews. And eventually, the book Hired was written. Wonderful. Thank you very much. So let's now investigate some of the lessons and the insights that you share in the book Hired. Uh, Firstly, can you offer some top tips to help sales pros achieve that right mindset, as you put it, for successful interviewing? Yes, you have to first believe you can and you will. Uh, There are always lessons to learn no matter what you set out to do. Be willing to learn from the good and the bad so that you can advance forward. And 
Uh, give yourself a pep talk in the morning before the interview. Go out and exercise so the adrenaline's going and you're feeling the energy. You have to be really um, uplifted when you get into the door and people see that smile and energy on your face. Now, I, I guess as part of that energy, part of that confidence uh, comes uh, doing your homework prior to an interview. So um, in your book, Hired, you, you mentioned the need for specific research prior to the interview. What, what should sales pros concentrate on the most when, when learning about a potential employer? Okay, before you uh, focus in on the employer, figure out what industry you most prefer and what type of companies, whether it's a small company or a bigger company. Then go to the website, see who the executives are, what their mission statements are, if it sounds reasonable to you. Research who their clients are, if it's the type of clientele you'd like to work with, see what the clientele has to say. Then figure out who their top competitors are and research those websites to compare and contrast and make sure you still want to interview with the first company. And once you have a good understanding of the industry, go back to the original website and read it in detail. Try to think of uh, pertinent questions that would affect your results should you be employed. And have everything in mind and questions to prepare for when you're in on the interview so they know you did your homework. And if it's a big company, research the stock value because everybody likes to talk about making money and getting wealthy. So let let them know that you are doing your homework. You've set out and done everything possible to earn that job. Does that answer the question? It certainly does. However, I'm going to throw in a supplementary question there. Um, for, for those perhaps more junior sales folk who, yeah, sure, they have an idea of what industry they want to be in and where they want to be in five or 10 years time. But maybe uh, they're, they're trying to cast a wider net while they're getting into a career and trying to find uh, the, those companies that will take them to the next level. Um, what would be sort of indicative amounts of time you, you'd say uh, people should in, spend in investing in that research? Are, are we talking 30 minutes is enough to, to give you the ammunition you need to succeed in an interview? Are we, are we saying for every interview that you take, you should be spending at least a couple of hours of research? I would advise a couple hours and I'll give you an anecdote um, on the side note, whether you can use this or not. Years ago, uh, when I was doing a community service, a young girl came to me. She said she moved to California and she knew no one in the area. She was just out of school. And it was also when we had a very down economy in the United States and she didn't know how she was going to make a living. But she went to this one company's website and noticed that the CEO went to the same high school she did. And he actually lived in the same neighborhood and just came out in his uh, profile. So she contacted him in that regard. And voila, this person with zero experience got the job. Now, a moment ago, you touched upon uh, some of the... Uh, some of the questions that uh, sales candidates should have ready to go in an interview. But um, 
just for those who are listening to this show and scribbling down notes, can you can you sort of clarify what the top three to five essential questions or issues are that, that an interviewee should bring up in an interview to show that they've done their homework, to show that they're keen, to show that they are a good cultural fit? Absolutely. Uh, first thing, when you sit down, just say thank you so much for inviting me in today. I am very impressed by what I read on the website, and I look forward to learning more. But before we get into the interview, I have a question for you, and they're going to look really surprised that you're starting the interview, but you have to show some leadership skills and say, you must be so busy and receive so many resumes. What was it about mine that stood out in your mind? And it's going to put them back on their heels. And they're going to have to give you an accurate answer why you were called in. And then you know exactly where their interest lies and how to position your answers from that point forward in the meeting. Does that make sense? It certainly does. Thank you. Uh, I'd I'd like to focus more on uh, those junior to mid-level sales roles and, and sales candidates now if you don't mind um do, do you do you adhere to the idea in in a world which is increasingly dominated by social selling techniques and ideas of how today's and and the future uh, sales workforce need to be uh, perhaps more tech savvy perhaps be a combination of marketing and salespeople in 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 some ways uh, do, do you do you adhere to the idea that soft skills are essential but everything else can be learned Oh, that's absolutely essential is to be congenial, professional, and friendly at the same time. So, for example, when I was on sales calls and I had no training, I similar to the interview, why did you invite me in today? That gets you on the right track. And then when people ask you a question on an interview, Share your experience before the interview. Think about what stood out most in school, in experiences, associations you were involved with, perhaps, or volunteer organizations. And think about the stories where you had to learn. You had to quickly get up on your feet and then create a buy-in from those around you to move forward. And... uh Those type of stories are what work very well on an interview. So whether you're experienced or you're just starting out, the same holds true. It is the soft skills, the relationship building and listening carefully. And like I said, listen, question and clarify so that you're on the right track. And people are really impressed when you take the time to do that. That's what goes to building credibility and trust. And that's where you differentiate yourself from most everyone else. Now, in the context, again, of, of uh, soft skills, Eleanor, but uh, this time in relation to sales leaders, uh, do, you think, do you think the best sales leaders have those soft skills uh, inherently in them? Are they, are they kind of born uh, leaders or, or can that be learned? Well, I believe it's a combination of the two. Um, Certainly, there's an advantage if you have an inherent nature for sales and for interviewing, but it certainly can be learned. Um, For me, 
I never fit into a crowd when I was growing up. So I began at an early age observing people, watching their body language and facial expressions and how they express themselves. And that works well in the sales environment. But if you have never done that, you can certainly learn how to do that. And learning how to lead questions and be more on target with your responses, communicate better. I personally was scared to death meeting with executives. And so I took a three-month-long Dale Carnegie public speaking class. The beginning of the class, I was scared to death to announce my name. That's how nervous I was. And by the end, I was the grand prize winner. And it made a huge difference in my sales ability, even though some people say uh, I have the innate ability for sales. We all have to continue to learn and grow. You can never stay in your comfort zone. You have to always work on personal development to improve your game. Now, a skill that I would argue is absolutely essential uh, to being a good salesperson is the ability to negotiate. So here, here's the scenario, Eleanor. Um, uh, I, I've gone through the interview process. I've done my homework. I've asked the right questions. I've built that rapport. I've showed that I've got the the essential soft skills and maybe some of the hard skills too. And uh, and I've, I've got to this, the point where uh, we, we're, we're talking about potential packages and, and me coming on board. How, how can successful sales candidates negotiate the compensation that they deserve without risking losing the job to someone with fewer monetary expectations? Okay, uh, that's a great question. It, it takes practice. And so what I know one person does, I know him well, he lines up several interviews. And when the preferred job offer comes through, but at a lower salary, he lets them know that he has other offers. It's all true. And shares uh, what what he was offered elsewhere and if it's possible to meet it. Sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. So that's one strategy. Another is to do your research ahead of time to know what the job is worth, what other people are getting in similar positions and hold your value in sales. When you do start selling, it's about selling value. So in the interview, you have to show what you can bring to the company, the team spirit, how you can help them solve the gap that they have with the lack of someone in the job, and how you can bring uh, the best to their effort. And also know there are other areas besides pay grade. There are areas of vacation and um, other other areas too about where you may negotiate. And negotiation isn't like a hard, this is what I need and I have to have it. It's a friendly discussion about these are possibilities as I see them. What do you think? How can we approach this? I always refer to negotiation as a friendly discussion. Well, this has been a very friendly and interesting discussion. We're coming towards the end of it, Eleanor, already. Can you believe that? Uh, before we uh, before we wrap things up for today, uh, how can our listeners learn more about you and the awesome work done at SmoothSale? My website is smoothsale.net. That's S-M-O-O-T-H-S-A-L-E dot net. I write a blog a few times a week. 
And I have a few books on the market. I'm also available for motivational, inspirational conference speaking and training should your company uh, be searching for a sales trainer. I bring creativity to the topic and I love helping people improve their effort. And my phone number is 408-209-0550. A sales tip is to leave it twice. So again, it's 408-209-0550. Perfect. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Eleanor, thank you very much for being a guest on the CPSA podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me as your guest today, Bill. It was a pleasure. And listeners, as always, happy selling. Thank you for listening to the Sales Talent and Recruitment Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.